Marshall Thundering Herd win a crazy one over ODU. We finish up recapping week five of the Sun Belt. It's Locked On Sun Belt. You are Locked On Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode of Lockdown Sunbelt brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. All right, lots to go over. We'll recap the rest of the Sunbelt, what we did not do uh, yesterday. And let's start off with that Marshall Thundering Herd ball game against ODU. So, as I mentioned last week, I had a lot of games to watch right at 11 o'clock. All right. The Cajuns were on, which is where I am in Lafayette. So I got to watch that. My orange were on. All right. So I'm going to keep an eye on that with Clemson and Marshall was on and USC was on. So Marshall, Syracuse and USC were on the quad box. So I'm watching that out of the corner of my eye at the same time, watching the Cajuns play Minnesota, which we will of course uh, go over here uh, during this episode. But this was a crazy football game. All right. I'm not sure I knew what the stats were at the time. And Jack Shields is now playing for Grant Wilson. I'll be honest with you, I don't know if Grant is banged up or just got replaced. But Jack Shields was 11 for 23, 95 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. He also ran. He actually ran it better than he threw it. Did five carries for 63 yards and another touchdown. So he was responsible for two touchdowns, but three interceptions. They lost by they lost by six. <laughs> Usually, when you don't throw for 100 yards and less than 50 percent, and you throw for three interceptions, even if you run an extra one in, usually it's a double-digit victory. And this was 41-35. The second half was incredibly entertaining. It started off. Marshall's got a first quarter a first quarter problem. All right, remember those guys like Roger Clemens and Tom Glavin? You know, back in the day, back in the day when I was a kid they would have first inning issues. And if you didn't get them in the first inning, you had big problems because Glavin would get a feel for his breaking ball or for his off-speed pitch uh, and breaking ball for that fact of the matter, but off-speed pitch. And Clemens would get a feel for his fastball and his splitter and you and you were done, which, you know, that was the case. And Marshall has gotten away with it. They were behind in East Carolina. They were behind Albany. They were behind in this ball game, 21 to three really quickly. Not even four minutes gone in the second quarter. Callaway runs a 70-yard touchdown run. Makes it 21-3. to Now Marshall doesn't panic, as you would think they would not. Uh, and they get it to 21-17 by half. Now we get fireworks. <laughs> this is, listen to this. Six straight possessions of either a touchdown, a turnover, or a touchdown and a turnover on the same play. Marshall starts off with a touchdown. ODU throws an interception. Marshall with a fumble. ODU throws a pick six. ODU then scores a touchdown, and Marshall scores a touchdown. We go from 21-17 ODU at half to after Marshall scores a touchdown, <laughs> With three minutes left to go in the third quarter, <laughs> it was 38-28. So 
So in 12 minutes of play, my understanding is there would be no math. Uh, they went from a four-point game in one direction to a 10-point game in another. I mean, that's some entertaining stuff. And if, you know, you would have thought by the end of the ball game, I should say, that, you know, Marshall only needed, you know, one stop, they would have won the game. But they couldn't, they couldn't stop them. Or, I mean, they did stop them. The offense couldn't get anything going, right? So Marshall kicks a field goal to go up by three, 41-28. And then ODU comes down and scores a touchdown. You get a stop, ball game's over. ODU gets a touchdown. One play, 75 yards. Again, Kadarius Galloway, 75 yards for a touchdown run. Jeez. Kadarius Calloway, 11 carries, 236 yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> he had 11 carries and three scores. Uh, uh, so, I mean, what a ball game this is. So, they make it a six-point game, all right? But Marshall goes three and out. Let's see how much time was left at that point. There's still halfway to go. But if you get two or three first downs, you don't even have to score. Right, you're starting off, you actually got good field position, starting off at the Marshall 41. If you actually get every three plays, basically, or four, technically it's two minutes. Well, I guess it's the first three plays are, are two minutes long, right? That's um, 40 seconds times three is 120, and that would be two minutes. So every first down, if it's based on three plays, is two minutes. You get two first downs, you've wiped out half the quarter. They didn't get one, they still wiped out two minutes. Yeah. And so the offense has got to get it done. So then ODU's down by six. They get a little bit greedy and throw an interception. All right, ball game over. Nope. Marshall punting again. This time ODU goes four and out. I mean, they had. Had time, right? They got the ball on their own 27 and tried to hand it off to Callaway again, which you can't blame him for doing. And he actually owned, ran for uh, one yard. But that was with two minutes left to go, 201. So you have time, but they couldn't get a first down. So Marshall finally gets their stop uh, in what was, again, one of the more entertaining football games even in the Sun Belt. And there were a bunch of entertaining football games. We talked about App State and ULM yesterday, 41-40. App State winning on a 54-yard field goal on the road. So, uh, it would, that's a big time win for Marshall, big time win, uh, for Marshall. All right, let's, uh, let's move on. I do want to quickly talk about the Cajuns talked about this on my show today, sports chat, one Oh three, three, the goat, uh, here in, uh, Lafayette. This is a ball game that they could have won, not should have won. And they weren't even where like Georgia Southern was against Wisconsin, 14 to seven in the third quarter. They were up 17-14 at half, and Minnesota runs over them in the second half. They could not stop. But a couple of key plays that were the difference in this game. Uh, There was a third and two. So Minnesota comes out, runs the ball down the Cajun's throat. 11-play drive, 10 of them on the ground. All right, so it's 21-17. Game's kind of gone back and forth in the first half. But now there's pressure on the Cajuns to try and keep up. They get it to third and two, which obviously is manageable. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here that they're going to get it. Except the left tackle leads early. 
Now you've made a third and two, third and seven, and Zion Chris throws an interception. That should be going to the left tackle, and the safety makes a heck of a play, comes off his uh, receiver responsibility, and jumps the route and gets an interception. On that ensuing drive, they call defensive pass interference on the Cajuns, which was clearly wrong. Uh, the wide receiver pulled down uh, Kevon Trayvon, uh, 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 Martin's face mask, and they got away with one. What can you do? Even the hometown Big Ten announcers were like, yeah, that's defensive pass interference. They went to commercial, and they're like, nope, check that. <laughs> Our guy, the Minnesota wide receiver, pulled on the pulled on the face mask. All right, so touchdown, Minnesota, whatever the case is, it's 28-17. Zeon Chris under pressure throws an interception, and Minnesota's got good field position. Minnesota on third down throws it. He's going to get sacked. Minnesota quarterback's going to get sacked. And instead he throws it up for grabs, caught. Now instead of fourth and long for a sack or an incompletion for that fact of the matter, it's fourth and two, and they run a nice play action pass for an easy touchdown. Tight end ran wide open. The Cajun sold out on the run. So a couple of bad plays, and that's the difference in the ball game. Uh, Cajuns get a late touchdown to make it closer at 35-24 but I'm not even sure it was that close as Minnesota just dominated the second half. Now, Zion Chris has got to stop making some foolish mistakes. Some of them his fault, some of them not. The second interception was his fault. Uh, we'll see. I, again, I'm terrified of this game, Texas State. I'm terrified. I, I, we'll see if the Cajuns had figured things out, what they did and did not do against ODU. I'm not sure Texas State is all that great defensively. It seems to be a high-risk reward type of defense, according to uh, Raging Cajuns head coach Mike Desimo. Let's see if they can keep up. Texas State has never beaten the Cajuns. They've played 10 times, and the Cajuns have beaten them every single time, and I think they're all by double digits, so we shall see. All right, let's take a timeout. The South Alabama Jaguars need a reset and need one badly, and we will talk about that next right after I tell you about game time. Ba-doom, ba-doom. Yes. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is fast and easy. Way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. Even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code Locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E. Locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price 
guaranteed. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On College. Locked On College. Locked On Sunbelt. You're in. Haven't done that one before, and at least uh, not lately. Uh, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. It's just been one of those seasons for South Alabama. I'm sure. I don't know if we're going to get a autopsy report when this season is over, but they just haven't played very well. They just have not been. It has not gone well for South Alabama this year. I don't know why. I don't think Carter Bradley has taken the next step. Um, they were timing his passes. JMU was timing his passes. Their passes, uh, his passes, pretty well. At least four or five of them were you know, knocked down or tipped. One of them was tipped and taken in for a touchdown, a pick six, if you will. Uh, but this day started out poorly as South Alabama was an hour late because they got caught in traffic. Wherever their hotel was, they ended up getting caught in traffic because of traffic heading to the game. So instead of showing up at nine, they showed up at 10. TV comes on and they show the linebackers coach as Kane Wine. Not great. Uh, LaDainian Webb is wearing number zero instead of number three. Uh, Jaguars get the ball first, go three and out, punt it away. Wide receiver for JMU, wide open down the sidelines, and touchdown, and it's 7-0. Before you blink, it's 14-0. So after the game, Ken Womack is saying, well, we actually played pretty well except for the explosive plays. Yeah. The thing is, those things count too. So. Outside of the 48-yard touchdown pass from Jordan McLeod to Elijah Surratt, and outside of the 44-yard touchdown pass from Jordan McLeod to Zach Horton, and outside of the 66-yard touchdown pass from Jordan McLeod to Zach Horton, South Alabama played incredibly well. Uh, they made it a game. The game, the game, I think the game was over. Let's see when the second touchdown scored. 804 in the game. So with 804 in the game, Jordan McLeod has Zach Horton and it's 14 nothing. All right. They did get a stop. I will say James or uh, South Alabama did get a stop. JMU got a little bit greedy. Instead of just kicking a field goal, they went on in fourth and one, which I guess you don't really, you know, penalize them too much because it was 14 nothing. Let me see if they got it. Let me see. They got a, a touchdown punt downs. So they ended up punting after that anyway. So uh, it was fourth and one. You can't crush them. They're inside the 10-yard line. All right. The one time the Jaguars had a shot at getting back in this game, they're down 17-0. They got a two-play touchdown drive. Carter Bradley finds Jamal Pritchett for 48 yards, makes it 17-7. Three and out. So now you got it 17-7. You have four and a half minutes to go. In the half, maybe you make this a 17-14 ball game. 17-10 game going into the half. Nope. Third and 15. Bradley's pass is tipped up in the air. Jalen Green, 24-yard 
interception return. And that's basically all she wrote. Now, again, they did get into it. Let me see if they actually had a shot because it got to be 31 to 10, 31 to 10. South Alabama did score on back-to-back possessions, making it uh, 31-23. They did. They actually got the ball at the 50-yard line with a minute 16 to go and got it down to the – oh, and they went backwards. They went backwards all the way back to their own 34-yard line. I I just don't know what's wrong with them. All right? I think JMU is pretty good. All right? You know, sometimes these these games usually only come down to two or three plays, right? We can go through the whole Notre Dame-Duke ball game, and if Duke can stop fourth and 16, they win the ball game. Are there other plays that they could stop or make? Sure, but it comes down to fourth and 16, right? And South Alabama could talk about, well, we played really well except for the three explosive plays that JMU scored touchdowns on, all right? JMU is undefeated. They've won Four of their five have been one-score ball games, and they've won them all. South Alabama getting roasted. I, I just don't. I really don't know why. Hammered against Tulane by twenty. They did beat. They did beat Southeastern thirty-five uh, seventeen, but that was tied at half. They hammered Oklahoma State, and they just gave the Central Michigan game away. That was a one-score game. So, you know, they've lost big, they've won big, and now they've lost the last two ball games by one score. So, again, and now they got Monroe coming up. They're 12 and a half point favorite. I'm not sure they deserve to be 12 and a half point favorite over Sarah Land right now, who's basically the best high school team in the country. So, I, again, I don't know what's wrong. Is it the offensive line? Is it Carter Bradley? Is it the receivers? Is it the defense? Whatever it is, South Alabama is not on the same page. Period. End of story. All right, let's move on. A little bit of a rant. A little bit of a rant there. Did not have money on that ball game. I did not put money uh, on that game. Okay, elsewhere in uh, the Sun Belt, let me see what we're wrapping up with here. All right. Um, so elsewhere in uh, the Sun Belt, quickly, if we can get back to the Sun Belt page here, going through it all. Um, we did that. We did that. Texas State. All right. So Texas State is coming into Texas State is coming into. You know what? We'll do Texas State. It's basically Texas State and Arkansas State. So let's wrap it up uh, on this uh, section of the show, I guess. And we'll come back and we'll tell you about Texas State holding off Southern Miss in a big way. And Arkansas State all of a sudden has won uh, three in a row. But first, it's time to tell you about Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton, Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud-knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dog uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird Dogs are functional for any occasion. Golf, a date, evening out, hanging with the boys. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on sunbelt. 
or promo code LOCKEDONSUNBELT at checkout for Bird Dogs, a water bottle with your order. Let's try that again. Go to birddogs.com slash LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. There we go. Or enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout for free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off, we promise you. I believe my Yeti-style tumbler from Bird Dogs is in the office. I think I brought in a coffee <laughs> after doing a podcast uh, early one morning, and it's still there. So I, that, I'm just telling you, I use my my Bird Dog uh, Yeti-style tumbler. Uh, I don't have a water bottle yet, but I'm sure that's just as functional. I'm sure somehow the water bottle figures out how to keep the water cool when you want it to, and the hot drinks hot. I don't know how they do that with that technology. Uh, all right, Dave Schultz locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, let's wrap this up with two more ball games to go. Texas State coming in to Cajun Field. It should be a heck of a ball game. And I was really worried about this Southern Miss ball game against uh, Texas State. Southern Miss coming off a really difficult showing against Arkansas State. And Texas State jumped out to a 28-3 to first quarter lead. That's a 28-3 to First quarter lead. It didn't get any better at halftime. It was 42 to 10, down 32 points at home. TJ Finley, outstanding, 19 to 24, 338 yards, couple of touchdowns, no interceptions. Billy Wiles kind of struggling, 21 to 43, 275, couple of touchdowns and interception. I mean, Frank Gore did Frank Gore things, 24 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Ismail Mahdi. For uh, Texas State on the ground, 14 carries, 89 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, this game was in hand until the second half. And Texas State almost started with, uh, almost started pulling Nevada. By the way, this ball game started on a pick six. Oh, no. Kickoff. Uh, was it kickoff return? It says interception, touchdown, Mahati, 100 I'm reading, reading what it says here. Oh, it does say uh, Billy Wiles intercepted. All right. So, Billy Wiles uh, intercepted. That's what it says. I'm, you guys can tell me what it is. Uh, I did not watch this game. All right. It did not start out well, and it got worse quickly. But I did want to see the play-by-play in the second half because... So... Southern Miss actually gets a touchdown, makes it 42-16. They get a stop. Then they have a 13-play drive that's stopped at the Texas State 9. Yeesh. Fourth and one, they hand it to Frank Gore. He goes backwards, actually fumbles. Not sure if the fumble matters because if they stop him for a loss, then it doesn't matter, except if you pick it up and score to go the other direction. Here's the thing, though. Three plays later, Texas State fumbled. Southern Miss scores a touchdown, makes it 42-23. One play later on the next possession, Texas State fumbles. Then it's a Southern Miss touchdown, and that makes it 42-29. Texas State gets the ball back, punts, and Southern Miss gets a touchdown, and all of a sudden it is 42-26. And the Texas State Texas State offense in the second half, which was so prolific in the first, punt, fumble, fumble, punt, punt. Southern Miss had a shot. Southern Miss got the ball deep in their own territory with 3.12 left to go at their own 12. Frank Gore is now your quarterback, and it didn't work. 
I guess they got one uh, to take one uh, Quinlan Mims for one pat one uh, first down, and then that was about it. Uh, Texas State scores a touchdown to cover, I guess, and uh, they win at fifty to thirty six. But Southern Miss had a shot in this ball game, right? And you don't even have to worry about going for two. I mean, Texas State almost screwed that up. <laughs> And I, it's going to be really interesting. They can't make those kind of mistakes. I, I think that Cajuns are in for a battle. Others disagree. Uh, but I think it's going to be a battle. I think it's going to be a tough matchup for the Cajuns. I really do. I really do. All right, one more game to go over. And that is Arkansas State, you know, did what they had to do and did it impressively, right? Kind of a, a tricky game. It's not in the conference. It's not a conference. UMass is one and four, and they're actually favored at home. But all of a sudden, you go up there, you can take it a 52 28 win. Jalen Rayner, jeez, 20 to 25, 383 yards, six touchdowns. All of a sudden, things are coming together for Arkansas State. They make a quarterback change a couple of games ago, and they've won three in a row for the first time since 2019. They scored two touchdowns in the first quarter. Remember, through the first two games, they didn't have any. Now they're putting up 52 points, <laughs> seven touchdowns in one game. Uh, let's see who caught the balls. Adam Jones, three catches, 105 yards. Courtney Jackson, four catches, 75 yards. Jeff Foreman, two catches, both of them touchdowns, 65 yards. I mean, he's spreading the wealth around, right? Regan uh, Ely uh, had uh, one touchdown. Emmanuel Stevenson had one touchdown. They're even running the ball effectively. No one's running it for a lot, but they had 40 carries for 173 yards. Four yards, more more than four yards of carry and one touchdown on the ground. Arkansas State may have found something. This was going in the wrong direction, and Butch Jones and company have turned this around. Who do they get next? Huh. They get Troy. And they're going to find out how good they are real fast because Troy is Troy. Is Troy. Troy's pretty good, all right? Despite the record, they are pretty good. All right, so Arkansas State's going to find out if that offense is for real, right? They scored three points in the first two ball games. In the last three, 96 and 31 is going to be 127 off the top of my head. After not scoring a touchdown in the first two ball games, they've scored 127 points in the next three. So that's impressive. Uh, all right, uh, tomorrow's episode, barring me forgetting uh we're gonna have the guys from the thundercast on we're gonna talk marshall thundering herd uh what's going right well i think everything is going right uh apparently not quite aesthetically pleasing for some uh herd fans uh cam fancher you know whatever it is keeps on winning he's 10 and 1 but he's not winning pretty enough apparently is their complaint so we'll talk marshall thundering herd with our buddies from uh, the thundercast that'll be tomorrow's episode at least in theory all right. That's what the plan is. All right. Uh, I want to thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, remember, please subscribe on YouTube and the audio podcast. The popular ones are Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but you can find Locked on Sunbelt wherever you get your audio podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks very much for tuning in to Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.